Tim May. He is with the Letterman Row. He's an Ohio State Big Ten insider. He's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. I saw his photo outside of Schembechler Hall. I follow Timmy on Twitter, so he's in town. How you doing, my man? I'm doing well, but I'm incognito, huge. You're incognito, so I shouldn't have said where you're at? No, I don't care if you say where I'm at. You'll never, you never, you would never believe where I'm at right now. Anyway, I'm not giving that away. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm never gonna. I, 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 I do not disclose personal uh, information. What, what's you know? You've been here before for big uh, on the yeah. eve of of huge Ohio State Michigan games. Uh, where where does this one rank for you going in that you can remember? Uh, number one, I really appreciate the way you got a plug in for your show there with huge Ohio State Michigan games. Dude, this there you has go. got to be, I don't know if you agree or not, you've been around for probably as many as I have, if not more. This is up there with any anyone you would rank number one. I mean, there's got to be, you know, it's hard to it's hard to discern between 2006 and 1973 and uh, 2016 in Ohio Stadium. And, uh, you know, right on down the line, there's about uh, 20, 25 of these things. That's why it's the greatest rivalry in sport. They're pretty huge, but uh, this one, you know, I think we'll be telling our grandkids maybe about this one that you were at this one, and if it lives up to the hype, because uh, it, you know, I know there, I know you got to pick a a favorite in a game like this. So that's that's uh, that's what the bookies do uh, or the uh, the line setters do. But I think this is about as even, Stephen, as I've seen going in because I'm looking at Michigan seemingly. Maybe not at its best uh, the last couple of weeks, and uh, or definitely last week. And then I'm looking at Ohio State, which has got all of its uh, weapons coming online at the same time, which offensively hadn't been the case most of the season. And then defensively has played extremely well, always, though, with the idea of in the back of their minds what happened against Michigan last year in those five huge plays. Another plug for your show. Those five huge plays, which really flipped the script. Uh, last year in Ohio Stadium, so I, I think this, I think this is two versus three, and uh, it's legit. Uh, what's writing uh, on it, et cetera? This could be, this could be the cream of the crop in terms of the Ohio State Michigan series. But you know, like I said, you could make a case for about twenty of these games. From an Ohio State perspective, if there's one go zone, that's a big edge for the Buckeyes tomorrow in this game across the street at the big house. What is it, Tim? Go zone? Uh, yeah, when, when you say that they, this advantage uh, is the difference between Ohio State and Michigan, what would that be? I would say it would, I would, say it would be the wide receivers uh, as a group, and uh, especially with Marvin Harrison, Jr., but Emeka Ibuka, Julian Fleming, um, freshman Carnell Tate. You can put that group against any in the country and probably say that's the number one group in the country uh, if you had a top four. Uh, that for sh- I think that's for sure. And then a tight end might be a push because Kate Stover's pretty good, but so is Michigan's. Um, but uh, then I'll, I've really liked, to this point, I've really liked the way the Ohio State uh, secondary has played uh, all year. And, of course, that's what everybody's going to have their eye on uh, when they consider what happened last year on three of those huge plays. 
Tim May, Letterman's Row, Ohio State Insider, Big Ten, uh, joining us on the Rose Dumber uh, Coffee Guest Line. So, for the winner, it's obvious they go to the Big Ten Championship. The winner, I think, is number one in the college football playoff rankings on Tuesday. It could hold number one if Alabama would beat Georgia in the SEC Championship game. What does a loss mean from your perspective, Tim, to Michigan and Ohio State, the loser in this game? Well, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to him and all, but uh, it maybe it, it uh, depends on the uh, the point spread at the end of the game. But then again, Ohio State got whacked in the uh, second half last year at Ohio Stadium. Still made the playoff and came the closest of anybody in the last two years to beating Georgia. So they got into the college football playoff. A lot of stuff happened, of course, on that last weekend, like USC getting beat, et cetera. But I would. I would say if it's a close game, uh, either one of these would be under would be under consideration based on uh, the next week and how everything falls. But there'd be, have to be some things fall. You got to believe the next week because you fall into that pool of uh, one loss teams and swimming uh, swimming swimmingly in that pool. Uh, if Alabama won, would be Georgia <laughs> and uh, Texas, which beat Alabama. And uh, you know, if Oregon beats Washington, then you got to then Oregon would be a one-loss team, but so would Washington. So I think the college football playoff committee would have its hands full. I think it's, it, it just looks on paper tougher for the loser of this game to get in right now, just like it did last year. Right now, it looks tougher than it might uh, 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 a week and eight hours from now. No, a week and. 36 hours from now. I yeah, think I Tim, did that math right, Huge. Yeah, you did. Tim May, uh, Letterman Row, Columbus, Ohio State, Big Ten Insider. I personally think uh, unless there's just – and again, major anarchy can happen in one day in college football, but I, I, I think the loser of this game uh, will not make the college football playoff because they're not going to get any juice in their championship game, even though Iowa is uh, 10-2, and two, even though they did – uh, reach their highest ranking in the college football playoff rankings last week. They don't do it pretty, but you know they beat mm-hmm. Nebraska today, thirteen to ten. But they're ten and two, so you can yep. slice it, dice it. You know uh, they're not winning like Oklahoma did today against TCU, sixty nine uh, forty five. But uh, Oregon, the way this could happen would be Florida State needs to lose in the ACC championship. You then get Georgia beats Alabama, Washington beats Oregon, the winner of Ohio State-Michigan, there's your three teams in. So now Oregon has that second loss, they're out, and and Florida State just lost recently, and, and uh, there's where I think Michigan gets in. That Or, or Ohio State, the loser of this game. That's their only Dude, path. Yes. Let me ask you a question. If you already knew the answer... Why did you ask me? <laughs> no, because I want to get your feedback on it. Because I, I've been thinking and but don't hypotheticals. Hypotheticals make your mind go into a big dizzy uh, tizzy. Oh, exactly they make right. me psychotic. I mean, let, let, and let's face it, uh, Florida State. The committee's already spoken about Florida State. You know, without his quarterback, Florida State dropped the fifth this week, and they were still undefeated. Um, you know, there's some doubt about Florida State. I, you know, I, I, do you agree with me? I, I find it hard to believe uh, 
they're going to leave an undefeated team out of it. But we're talking about, you know, if Georgia wins, uh, Ohio State or Michigan wins out, uh, Washington wins out, like you said, and Florida State wins out, that would be your final four, wouldn't it? Right, and that's what I'm saying. If Florida State wins yeah. out, Washington wins out, Georgia in the winner of Ohio State, Michigan, there, there's yeah. no debate. There's no debate on the Final Four at all. There, there's yeah. not. Like I said, the only path I think is Washington beats Oregon, Georgia beats Alabama, the winner of this game, and then you need Florida State yeah. uh, to wow. lose uh, in uh, the ACC title game. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's that's a possibility. There you go, right there. But uh, a lot of that that stuff happened last year, and Ohio State gets in and proved it deserved to be in. Michigan proved it deserved to be in in the second half against TCU. <laughs> that's a game uh, that still is crazy. Uh, but no, you're exactly right. Bottom line is, like I asked Ryan Day this week at his press conference, uh, you know, I think. Whether whether you admit it or not, I think a little bit of a feeling of freedom comes on a on a week like this, but on a game like tomorrow, where in the sense of you know that the only thing that matters is winning. Meaning, you've got you know you have the freedom to go out and do whatever you think it takes to win. And uh, you know, and I, I asked Urban Meyer about it. I have to do this uh, thing with Urban Meyer every week called Urban's Take uh, with Tim May, and uh, I asked him about that very theory, and he said. You know, basically indicate well for the players. You know, you got to feel that is the case. But the coaches, you know, you prepare your rear end off like it, uh, like you, like you wouldn't believe uh, before the game, and then when the game starts, you're making adjustments all the time and stuff. So freedom may not be the correct term, but there is something liberating about going into a game, much like an old time boxing match at the last man standing. Uh, you know. That you can just throw haymakers, you can do whatever you think is worthy without being stupid to, to win this game, and that's what I think we're going to see tomorrow. Boy, you look at the stats. Uh, Ohio, Michigan, Michigan is number one in the country in points given up, nine point zero average. Ohio State's number two at nine point two seven points given up. Are you kidding me? This is throwbacks to like the mid seventies, man. Where uh, in, from a from a defensive standpoint, statistically, but offensively. Both of these teams have shown the ability to score and uh, and do it uh, sometimes in a in a big time uh, you know haymaker way. So you really you have no idea what's going to come down tomorrow, uh, starting at uh, twelve fourteen p.m. I think it's the kickoff. His name is Tim May Letterman's row from Columbus uh, in Ann Arbor, uh, in the area, getting ready for the game tomorrow. Uh, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Timmy, uh, always good to talk with you, my man. Uh, enjoy the game. Absolutely, Huge. You know that, man. Always good to talk to you. Let's talk next week after the, uh, after the chips fall. Yeah, we'll see what happens, buddy. Thank you so much. You got it, Huge. All right, there he is, uh, the one and only uh, Tim May.